Welcome to the Excellent Podcast. I'm your cinematic host, Stefan Whitaker, the head honcho of SW Films. And today we have a very special guest on the podcast, hailing from the town. Okay, I want to make sure the town, right? Yes. Oakland, absolutely. Um, <laughs> we have Journey Be The Reason here on the podcast. Welcome. Thank you for joining me. I appreciate you uh, for getting on here and, 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 you know, getting a chance just to you know have a conversation and get a chance just to get to know you more for all of my listeners and, and, and all of your listeners too, just a nice little collaboration right here. So I appreciate it. How are you doing today? Yes, I'm so excited. I'm doing good. Um, I'm booked and busy. So booked and busy. I'm getting, I'm getting things, you know, getting things together. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm excited to hear about the booked and busy because it's like me and you, of course, I'm a filmmaker. Most of my folks know that. Um, and of course, you are an artist, a rapper and everything. And, and, and I'm interested just to because, you know, I'm I'm the little background on me real quick for you is like I'm originally from Indiana. I've been out here in the Bay now for about three years. So <clears throat> I've been trying to like, of course, I'm heavily involved within the film world. And then when it comes to the music side of stuff, which I always like to get involved in as well. I'm, I'm still trying to see more of like the, the music scene and stuff out this way, which I know is huge. There's a lot of different artists out here that are really popping. And uh, of course, you know, everyone's going to want to hear just where you're at in your journey, quote unquote, you know, to be uh, in this particular position. So um, I'm happy uh, that you're here. So first and foremost, you know, speak to your excellence, give a little bit of introduction of yourself and yes. uh, we can hop into it. So my name is Journey Be The Reason. I am from East Oakland, California. I had to let y'all know East Oakland because it's a little different. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm 23 years old. I'll be 24 in June. And I've just been grinding out here for a couple years now. Um, mm -hmm. But I've really been pushing myself as a brand for probably like the last two years. And so things are starting to pick up for me, which is good. I'm excited. Mm -hmm. um, I love to work. One thing about me, I'm passionate about music. It's not just like, I'm doing it for a trend or I'm doing it because I want to be cool. Like I've been doing music since I was like 14, 15. So mm. this is something that's like, it wasn't really my dream originally, but right. it, a hobby that turned into like my dream, you know? So yeah. it's just, I'm like I said in my rap, I really just rap because I'm good at it. Cause that's really mm -hmm. the truth. Like, trust me, I would not be out here rapping if I didn't know how. Yeah. Now nah, look, <laughs> I've been bumping hundred rounds. Oh yeah, you know, I've been bumping that shit because that shit is hard. First and foremost, like Thank you. that shit is super, super hard. And and absolutely, like I'm, I'm, I think it's you know with with the music scene and stuff, especially out in the Bay. The Bay Area just has such a heavy music scene. Like it's it's, I think everyone, no matter where you're at, whether you're in LA, whether you're in the East Coast somewhere, like people, the Bay Area has a mark there. You know what I mean? And it's cool to see yourself out there doing what you got to do and just be out rapping hella people too you know what i mean you know how um, that go come you know, on when now you got skill when you got skill you ain't gotta do too much you just gotta you know show your mm -hmm. skills so. exactly so <laughs> one of my so questions is you mentioned something too especially about a hobby that's definitely questions too to you know it started out as a hobby and then it became real yes. but i, I want to know what got you into doing music and rapping too like what what made you want to take that path like the most well, it really, like I said, it started off as a hobby in high school. And um, I just noticed, like, 
that I was good. Like I was impressing people. Mm. And so I love to do that. I'm an entertainer by heart. I used to dance and cheer. And so mm. I love to entertain. So when I noticed that people were like impressed by my bars and the guys was like, hold on, they trying to outwrap me. And I'm like, you know, <laughs> right. not, like yep. I love that energy. And so honestly, when I went to college in 2016 and 17, mm -hmm. I stopped rapping and I was just really focused on school. Um, I moved back home and I was like going through a little depression and then mm -hmm. music helped me to get out that depression. Like, honestly, right. I wouldn't know where I would be. So I would say like I started taking it serious once I got back in the flow of things. And I was like, you know what? Let me post on Instagram because that's when Instagram was kind of like everybody was doing freestyles and stuff. Mm -hmm. And so when I started getting recognition from like some of the Bay Area legends like Mr. Fab and I'm Sue, I'm like, wow. I might can actually do this. Like, I might yeah. can actually, you know, go somewhere with this. So I yeah. took it serious once, like, I seen eyes was on me and people was really, like, impressed. And I was like, I could do something with this. Like, this is not just fun. Like, I could really probably try to push myself mm -hmm. as a brand. And so I just started doing that every since. So. Wow, that's awesome. And especially to get, like, I can imagine, right? Like, Mr. Fab, I am Fab, all different folks, like, getting that recognition definitely is probably one of the really lock you in really, you know what mm -hmm. like nah i'm gonna really take this really in myself in the same in the same rooms as these people you know what i mean get the same opportunities or more opportunities than those people Most that's definitely. super super dope that's dope so like you school like went to school out in east oak school yes i went to all yeah. my schools was in east oakland from elementary i went to horseman elementary then i went to frick middle school and then i went to yeah. fremont so those who in Oakland know them all the schools that's you know right. and so yeah. uh, Fremont actually we had a media program so it was a, a studio at our school so oh, that was really? like my advantage I learned yeah. how to rap and they just put me in the studio like what's up so that's dope that's that dope. dope and you know it's crazy too because it's like it's like I know that it's always interesting too right because and we're definitely gonna delve more into like the side of like how it is being a woman in this rap game too Cause I feel like there's a, there, like, while it still encompasses the aspect of the music industry and, and hip hop and stuff, there also is like some different kind of forms of conversations and stuff that are being had in that realm. But like for you getting out there and rapping out of like all the other guys that my guy rapping, like out rapping them, like I, I imagine that was probably one of those that really like, like improve, like, you know, you know what, I'm actually going to do this shit because I'm better than all these dudes that's trying to rap. Ain't none of them doing what I'm doing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, I'd imagine that was probably like a big thing too. Um, and people see that and then it's like, they want to you and, and all that kind of stuff. That's dope. That's super, super dope. Uh, like you said, you went, you stopped rapping in college, right? Yes, I did. I took a break, a long break, like two years. So. Oh, wow. So, I mean, was it more of like a, like a, like a resources thing a little bit? Cause I know sometimes I because you know i've mentored a couple people before who wanted to be like you know um rappers or, or i've worked with a lot of different rappers back in indiana rappers in florida too when i was going to school out there but mm -hmm. um a lot of a lot of the time it's the resources that kind of stop people some people like i don't really you know either it's the resources of money or just the resources of all the equipment that is used to get shit done you know what i mean because sometimes they don't have the both. <laughs> like if they don't have the the money to go to the studio sometimes they might think some should i buy this shit myself like did that ever come up to a thought at all or did you have like people as you were rising up and building that you could kind of go to for some of them resources or some 
So in college, it was a little different for me because when I went to college, I wasn't taking music serious. It was still like just very much a hobby. So um, I was still getting free studio time. Like I didn't really know about paying for studio mm-hmm. or nothing like that. So right. when I went to college, um, I seen a few, a few of my friends was rapping and it was like at all the house parties, they would be like mm-hmm. playing music. Yeah. And I'm like, this is my perfect opportunity to let them know I know how to rap, you know, but mm-hmm. I ain't gonna lie. No shade, but they really take me too serious, you know, because I didn't have mm-hmm. no music out. I didn't have nothing right. to show them really. I had a few raps to show them, but they was like, oh, you good? Mm-hmm. We gonna put you in the studio. You know, one of them like, oh. Yeah, and so, yeah. <laughs> honestly, I didn't know nobody that was really like, you know what? I'm gonna take you to the studio right now. Like, let's go. Like, I probably went to the studio one time out there, but it was really just like fun play. It was never really too serious. And so, yeah. also just being a struggling student, like, I was a struggling college student. Like, I'm not even about to get on here and start capping. Like, I just had yeah. it. Like, no, I was paying my rent. I was trying to pay for food. I'm still trying to get oh, drunk yeah. on the weekends and, yeah. you know, buy my outfits and stuff. And mm-hmm. being a girl, you got to buy your hygiene stuff. And oh, I was yeah. like, my pockets was, I ain't going to lie, my pockets is not looking like I need to yeah. be paying for studio time. So <laughs> it just wasn't really like, it still wasn't too serious to me in, in college. I was like, eh, I could rap, but it wasn't like I want to be a rapper. Yeah. Like, it was never, I was not on that level yet. And so once I moved home, things kind of changed a little bit for me. Yeah. Where'd you go to college at? I was in Chico. So I was supposed to go, I was okay. at Butte Community College, but it's mm-hmm. the feeder school to Chico. Mm-hmm. And so I was supposed to do like two years at Butte and then transfer, but I ended up cutting it short and yeah. right. Chico's now a lot. Chico yeah. is a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, I think college is always one of them kind of things where people just, it, it, it's like you got to kind of figure out what's the like you still have to figure out what you want to do you know what i mean i like i, I applaud people who still want to go to college to like try to figure it out but sometimes i always say look at the end of the day you really like for certain things you need college but not mm-hmm. not like you know to to be a musician or even a filmmaker you don't need college for that right um but okay so with with you going out and like doing your thing in music what like what inspired you up into that point for you to take it serious? Like what kind of artists inspired you or what kind of like experiences did you have? Like whether it was like a show that you went to or like just even the littlest things that kind of inspired you to say, you know what, I'm gonna take this serious or just, you know, what has inspired the music that you make now? That- I would definitely say the first show I did, I opened up for Showbanga at the Complex, probably like, I can't even tell you the year, the complex, probably like 20, yeah. 2018, probably yeah. 2019. And um, I was the last opener, or I was like the second to last opener before Showbanger came out. This mm-hmm. is my first time performing at a real venue. Like not, yeah. I did college shows, I did community shows and stuff, but I never mm-hmm. did like a real show. And oh, yeah. I was so nervous, but like somehow once I got on stage, like I just, the energy I was given, like the whole building was like shaking. Mm-hmm. Like it was like, everybody yeah. was just fucking with it. And so Mr. Fab was there in the building Oh, and he wow. recorded me and posted me and was like, yeah, she going crazy. Y'all tag her, this, this, and that. Yeah. People tagging me. And I'm like, oh, shit, Mr. Bad post me. Yeah. I'm yeah. like super <laughs> juice. Um, but then also, I would say, I was still kind of straddling the fence around that time because I just, I mentally couldn't see myself like, I wanted to be a lawyer. So mm. I couldn't see myself like taking rap like being a rapper I just my mind was like I'm gonna be a lawyer I'm gonna make money I'm gonna help Mm. my community and so honestly I did a snippet of this one song it's called freedom I posted a snippet Mm -hmm. and the snippet went up like for me not like 
not viral like for everybody but for me like i was getting a t-shirt mm-hmm. i never got before like comments right. like scandal the dark lord was like yeah. drop this i'm like oh she's scandal telling me to drop this i'm like <laughs> i'm like nervous i'm like fuck. i think people really like this song like that was yeah. going crazy everybody like drop this drop this and then when i dropped it the response was crazy people was fucking with it and i think that's the song that people was like okay i'm gonna take her serious now like i see her grinding i yeah. see her working but this the one that uh, okay she could do it like you know i think people start really believing in me after that song and mm-hmm. so just to see that response i was like like it was just like that yeah. last thing i was like i got it like i know i got it mm-hmm. i can feel it now like i believe i got it now and so right since then like i just been pushing i mean it's mm-hmm. been ups and downs but i just been pushing since then like yeah nah i mean just from like looking at your instagram and looking at the videos and stuff like there's definitely like i can i went back into the instagram to see so it's like there's a lot of growth within that and that's really dope you know what i mean and especially just to hear like just a matt your very first show like that the complex i I have never been to the complex been and i I know that they have a bunch of different shows and shit that going over there Mm -hmm. but like imagining your first show and then mr fab is there did you know that he was there when you went there no i didn't know he was there i'm just performing and then i get off stage and he they like fab want to talk to you fab want to talk to him like that one talks to me. I could barely breathe. I just did like a full <laughs> song. Yeah. And so my mind was just like, this is crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. And then just to have that, to see that he wanted to like, now he posted you after you spoke to him or like, or like during, before, like how, how did that go? Like he posted me instantly. Like while I was performing, he posted yeah. me. And then um, I didn't notice it until I kind of, I think I was, my adrenaline was rushing. Like I just, everything was like, you know, I didn't really settle into, Mm -hmm. I got home and I watched his story and I was like, that's me on his story. Like that's me. Yeah. (laughs) That's crazy. You know, and I seen, I seen on one of your posts too, uh, just about shows and stuff, how you said the performing is like your favorite part of like this whole thing right now. And and I definitely want to delve into that too, because I think a lot of artists, you know, a lot of art, new artists now, for, you know at least a lot of people that i work with back in indiana like there's a few people that they make good music but they forget like yo you got to perform you got to be out there and go out to these shows and i'm sure you've heard it from all these different artists it's like yo that's how you make the money you know what i mean is by okay. performing you know and i think just the fact that you that that's like something that you really like and i've seen your performances too just from the instagrams like it definitely shows like you're having you get the crowd involved you get their energy hyped up as your energy's rising up like yes. what, what makes that, what makes that the best part of the artistry for you? And when did that become the best part of it for you? I think uh, just to start off, because I was a dancer for so many years and I was mm. a cheerleader. And so that's just naturally in me to like entertain perform a crowd, like, that, like yeah. perform. But when it comes to music, it's a little bit different because it's more personal, I feel like. So yeah. um I think what it was is like when I'm performing, especially when the crowd is feeding off of me, it really amps me up. Like I kind of feed off the crowd. And so Mm -hmm. when they was already turned, I just came in. And like, once I get comfortable, it's just like, you know, I'm out there. But honestly, I think the best feeling is because it's like, I don't know how to explain it, but it's like Mm -hmm. your adrenaline is rushing, but in the moment, like you can seize the moment. It's like, it's like slow motion or something. Like I can't explain it, but it's like, it's just such a good feeling to know that my art is making people amped yeah. up or happy or turned up or whatever exactly. they impressed. 
they probably mm-hmm. looking at me like, well, they, I get this a lot. People think, oh, what's she about to do? She about to sing. Like, they look at me right. like, what's this girl about to do? What's she do? Oh, man. And yeah. I get up there and I'm like, and they're like, oh, and they're right like, going in. Yeah. So <laughs> I feed off of that. And I feel like artists, yeah. like you said, sometimes they don't, they, they worry too much about just putting music out or about the streams and stuff like that. But like, that's where you connect with the, with your but, supporters. Yeah. Exactly. That's, that's the best way. That's that's like the number one way. I feel like that's like mm-hmm. the way you connect directly to the consumer, directly to the supporter. Like it's no machine in front of y'all. It's no phone in front of y'all. Like it's you mm-hmm. in the you in the crowd. So you exactly. gotta figure out how to entertain them. And so exactly. I was born to do that. I mean. You know, sometimes I win myself out because I'm just going too hard. I got to make sure I'm, you know, really back <laughs> right. in. But other than that, like, I just feed off of the crowd. And I feed off of, like, my lyrics, like, how I felt when I wrote it. And I'm just like, oh, it's mm-hmm. all getting to me. My emotions is running. And I'm just like, I'm, not, I'm in another world. Like, I'm in another world. Like, I'm not here. I'm here, but I'm not here. Like, <laughs> Right. That's awesome. Like, when you did that very first show, like, how was the nerves that going into that show? Because I mean, it's different. You said you did the whole like the the performing in college and all that stuff and, and community mm-hmm. stuff, but like a show complex, which is in like downtown Oakland. Like, what? How did the nerves? How did you handle that? So I came a long way from my nerves. I'm gonna say this. I used to literally cry before performances because I was so wow. nervous. The energy, like, I just had to get it out before I got on stage. Mm-hmm. I would, like, I would literally be crying. My mom's like, come on, girl, you got it. And I'm like, oh, I'm just nervous. Like, I don't know if I can do it. But <laughs> yeah. they always pushed me to be like, girl, you got it. And so once, because I, I performed a few times before then, but this is just my first show, like, at a venue. Mm-hmm. So I just, my family was there to support me. That's the, that's the show I had, like, most of my family there. Like, because it was my first show, yeah. you know? So mm-hmm. I felt very much comfortable, but I was still nervous about people who don't know me, like what they gonna think of me. Right. I was probably thinking more of like what they gonna think of me, they gonna like it. Mm-hmm. But um, I just learned how to like, I mean, everybody not gonna like you, right? But mm-hmm. as long as I'm for these minutes, for these many minutes, I'm putting on my show and I'm doing what I gotta do. I'm saying my words, I'm reciting my lyrics, I'm giving my all that's all I could do and so I think that just helped me with my nerves because I really I got anxiety that and so yeah yeah it, now it's like second nature I could just get a mic get on stage and whatever but in the beginning it was very hard I used to have to wear like shades because like I uh, felt yeah. like that was helping me somehow like you know but yeah because it's like that eye contact you might have with somebody in the in the in the in the, the stand, eye you know, contact. Out I, there, was, yeah. I wouldn't even look at the people I'll be looking like above their heads now I'm like <laughs> in your face yeah I'm like, because I yeah. just learned how to like navigate through that so exactly that's what's up like did like it's, it's cool that you mentioned the like you know crying and stuff on like beforehand but like now but you've kind of mastered that and still getting to that real like because imagine it'll be so much different once you get into a crowd of like 30,000 people and the, right. the music is louder the stage is louder the, there's more everything like you know so obviously it's, it's only going to get better from here but like do you have any like pre-ritual stuff that you do now before you hop on stage or is it kind of just you just kind of feel yourself for a little while and then hop out there like what is the vibe now before you actually hop on um so um if it's because I you know during COVID I did a few like live performances and um like live stream or like 
by myself performances, those are very much different. I have to mm-hmm. amp myself up because I have no crowd to feed off of. But now yeah. that we're back and I'm doing shows with uh, crowds, I literally just like, I, I kind of just try not to think about it too much once it get close. I kind of just, hey, I'm mingling, I'm networking. I'm like kind of mm-hmm. keeping myself busy. And then right before I go on, I kind of just breathe. I give myself deep breath, make sure I'm breathing. And I'm just kind of like, um, I don't try to think about it too much. Like, I'm just giving myself affirmations in my head. Like, you're going to get on there. You're going to kill it. Just do you. Be yourself. Have fun. I be telling myself, have fun. Have That's the main fun, thing. Have fun. Because yeah. people can feel it. People can feel when you're having fun. People can mm-hmm. feel when you're passionate. People can feel it. It's energy. And so I want to give them good, positive, good energy. So I be trying to affirmations. Like, you can do mm-hmm. this, girl. You got this. You did this plenty of times. Like. Just yeah. think about all the, all the things I did accomplish and like where I want to go and just kind of mm-hmm. giving myself like that little pep talk. And I always have like my mom with me. My mom's at almost every show if she can't go. So she yeah. just like, hurry, better get out there and kill it. Don't worry. Yeah. Like she pat my, she makes sure everything all good. Yeah, everything's so, good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not, it's not like a real ritual. I know some people be doing like crazy stuff before they get on. I probably take oh, a few yeah. shots, a few shots just to loosen me up and give me like mm-hmm. a little, you feel me? But other than that, right. like, I'm yeah. just, I'm, just, I'm ready. <laughs> That's dope. Now, like, when it comes to, like, the people, you said, of course, your mom is, like, there, you know, as much shows as you can be at. Do you have, like, a, like, I guess, like, any people that usually kind of rock with you along this journey that you're on right now? Like, as yes. far as, like, managers or just some homies or what kind of stuff you got? Well, right now, I have a team, all friends and family, not really um, anybody, like, managing me or anything like that. I'm mm-hmm. independent. Um but I do have a team of uh, families and friends, my cousins, my, well, one of my close friends, April, my mm-hmm. sister. Um, I also affiliate with a group called Global Mob. And um, uh, he made a label while he was incarcerated. And when he got mm-hmm. out, he started just pushing. And um, he kind of just was supporting me as well throughout yeah. my journey. Uh, resources that I probably needed and I couldn't get it he'll be there and support mm-hmm. also um I just got into project level it's a um I don't know if you heard I feel like, of project I've, heard. Level. I feel like yeah, I've heard of that Frisco. Yeah. yeah and so they help out uh kids and um young teens who want to get into music fashion and film yeah and so um Troy my mentor he always pushing me making sure like I'm staying on my toes I'm keeping consistent I'm staying productive like you know mm-hmm. um so I, I do have a team. I have different teams and stuff, but I don't have like <clears throat> an official manager, an official right. this and that, because I feel like I don't really need a manager now. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> at the level yeah, you're now, managing yourself, basically. I'm managing the, you know what I mean? yeah. And it's like it's good, too, because I think everybody like as a, for an artist, you definitely it's good to have just people that can help push you along the way. You know what I mean? Because and I think I, I think I underestimated having a team because in the beginning I'm first of all I'm very much independent like I was mm-hmm. raised to be kind of like that you know that goes into mm-hmm. a whole nother conversation but yeah yeah um so it was very hard for me to ask for help for one um I don't really like asking for help I just learned how mm-hmm. to okay I right. gotta reach out sometimes and yeah. now I understand the importance how people be like you're not gonna be able to do it by yourself and it's like and I used to be like like I like I got this so you need a team this is an industry you're going against one person mm-hmm. cannot go against a whole machine in the industry you need a team and yeah. so now I'm more comfortable with being like okay I can't do this by myself I do need this reach out for help and so it's mm-hmm. very important like that's 
without a team, I'm sorry, it's probably going to be like a miracle, but. Yeah, yeah. No, nah, it's crazy because, I mean, if you look at like a lot of the popular like female artists right now, like if you look at like a Megan Thee Stallion, a Cardi B or like, you know, any any one of like them in that category, they all have gigantic teams, not just in the terms of like what's happening in the studio, but what happens online you know what happens in the music video shoots what happens at these interviews what happened like you know there's a bunch of different kind of teams of people exactly. for those kind of things and i think it's just like it's, it's super important because it, hel- it helps kind of also for you just figure out how where you want to take your artistry as as it continues to grow just like how deep or in depth do you want to take it you know what i mean i think that's the exactly. important thing about it too you know um, and i think that I think that that mm-hmm. is very important as well because sometimes wearing too many hats can um, deter you from the art. And oh, yeah. It, and I went through a phase like that where I was doing too, I was kind of doing everything and my art mm-hmm. was being stagnant. So I had to literally, I went on a hiatus. Like mm-hmm. I went like six months, like not really on Instagram posting like that too much, not really mm-hmm. uh, hanging out with my friends. Like I had to really mm-hmm. just lock myself in right 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 get back in the groove of writing and creating because i was doing yeah. too much instagram too much marketing too much managing too much of the other stuff that i had mm-hmm. to literally like i'm i'm an artist people want the art right i mean exactly. people want the other stuff but like the yeah. art is the is what i have to push and so right that's important that you said that that really that's yeah. very important and that and that leads me into another conversation too because i you know I, i've been seeing this a lot for a lot of artists too right if you if you so you said you're 23 so you know we're about we're in the same age range basically it's like a lot of artists nowadays right mm-hmm. like especially the ones that are maybe in their like early 20s or even in maybe like late teens or something sometimes it's not always like sometimes they don't focus so much on the art instead of instead they focus on the antics you know the little weird wild shit that people be doing like on instagram you know what i mean like just the weird shit you know a lot of people just focus on trying to make people uh, laugh or make a stupid viral moment off of Instagram compared to actually like getting in the studio and creating a dope song, a dope, you know, a dope art, you know, a dope album, whatever it is. Exactly. Like, I guess for yourself, right. Like you said, you're focusing on the art, but what aspects do you take into like social media, you know, as far as like the branding part of it, like how, how do you, how have you approached that or have you found any kind of, I guess, you know, uh, troubles in that so far? Oh, I went up and I went up and down with social media. Like I went from literally the same five people, same five to 10 people liking and commenting on my stuff to now I have a bigger audience. You know, I Mm -hmm. literally built myself up and I'm still building myself up. I'm still not where I want to be yet. I'm Mm -hmm. still not, you know, but honestly, like it was hard in the beginning because I felt like my page was too personal and it wasn't like I didn't. I didn't, my brand, my page didn't look how I look now. I'm going to say that. It mm-hmm. looked more branded. It looked more a little, a little bit more together. Like, okay, mm-hmm. you see she's doing something here. At first mm-hmm. it was just kind of like me winging it. Just, hey, y'all, da-da-da. like, because I'm goofy. Yeah. I show my personality. I'm like, you know, but I had to learn like, okay, I got to try to figure out how to mix it both where I can still be personable because that's, mm-hmm. you need to be personable, but For make sure. my page more professional and like brand myself. And so, like, of course, purple, I wear purple hair. So that's why you mm-hmm. see those purple squares on my page. Square, and yep, like, yep. Yeah. And so, like, just making it look, like, nice. And honestly, once I did that, the opportunity started rolling in more. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. They're like, 
oh, she kind of serious. Let me see what you, you want to do a show. Yeah. You want to do this? Let's do a feature, you know? But I mm-hmm. definitely had like my ups and downs. And I felt like now I'm learning like, okay, also don't be too professional because people want to see me as a person. So I, I hop on yeah. live sometimes. I'm like, what's up, y'all? I'm on live. Just showing mm-hmm. them how like I am as a person or I'm posting funny TikToks or I'm posting mm-hmm. like funny memes. Like mm-hmm. also still like being, being a human, but I'm still an artist. And so to yeah. figure out how to, do both oh lord but i do have a a personal page i do have my own personal page with just friends and family so Mm. i could get on there and really just like you know Mm. but once i get on journey page i try to be more conscious and mindful about what i'm posting what am i posting something that helps my brand hurts my brand like you know is Mm -hmm. this helpful like you know just being more a little bit more cautious so right yeah and i was gonna say too i think a question that that a lot of people a lot of rappers and artists don't ever get asked is like is journey be the reason the same as you outside of that like is it is is there two different two different types of personalities or is it just like still one one whole person but with maybe a little bit of added added stuff to it yeah so i would say it's two different people but they they are very similar in some ways i'm gonna say um so my name is Zaria so Mm -hmm. Zaria is like a school girl like I said I was in college um I did debate I did cheer like she's like the Mm -hmm. innocent school girl the innocent family member the girl who don't Mm -hmm. do nothing really she's just like sweet innocent cute whatever blah 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 Mm -hmm. she's not really she's not social at all she's like in her own bubble like Mm -hmm. you know journey Mm -hmm. is more like my outspoken side like Mm -hmm. I could kind of like say more do more uh and I'm a Gemini too, by the way. So okay. it's, it's easy for so me to like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's easy for two me to sides. like, so journey is the other side. Like when you hear my music, you're like, oh, this girl talking now. Like, mm-hmm. like that's the side I get to be like more aggressive. I get to say what I want. I don't give a fuck. Like, mm-hmm. it's just more like, it's a side that you would never see from Zarya. Zarya is more like, uh, yeah. like yeah. I'm all about community organizing. I love right, my black right. men. I love all my black women. Like, you know, yeah, journey's like, nigga, I don't give a fuck. Like you play with me. I'm a, you know, like, <laughs> stop. Like, come on. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so it is kind of like two different, two different people, but in the same aspect, they are very alike in some ways to where like, they're yeah. both very, very passionate, like mm-hmm. very much passionate. And then just like, being able to be creative in both ways. Like I'm creative, not just in uh, writing, but I can also dance. I can also mm-hmm. uh, sketch. Like I know how to do different, different type of things, you know? So. Right. Exactly. And I think this, that alone just helps in your overall life too. You know what I mean? Cause it's, I think it's important, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I mean, shit as myself, as a, as an artist and stuff, as a filmmaker, as a, as a, as a storyteller, as a writer and all that kind of stuff, I, I, pre- I, I can see that and appreciate that because it's like, Sometimes, I mean, sometimes it's hard for people to to try to separate the two if they even want to separate the two. You know what I mean? Right. And, uh, that's how you see a lot of people like, you know, shout out to <laughs> Kanye. Kanye looking all crazy as hell all, right, all right, through right. social media when he was going at Kim and, and you know, I don't know, antics. You know what I mean? A lot of people focus on these antics and stuff and instead of the art most of the time. But and when you mentioned that, it's crazy yeah. because I do know artists who use their name as their artist name. And you can tell, like, the difference from an artist who use their name and an artist mm-hmm. who don't. Because it's kind of like, you. I feel like the artists who use their name, they're being them. They're showing up as them authentically. Like, it's no, yeah. 
like this is me like you know but an artist mm-hmm. who kind of got a nickname or a rap name they kind of yeah. have a different little like not an alter ego but kind of just a different side of them that's like you know yeah you can definitely see the difference for sure where how did you get come up with your rap name journey be the reason Lord, so <laughs> I started off in high school. My name was Lil Zarizi because, like I said, okay, my name is Lil Zarya. Zarizi. <laughs> All <laughs> right. So I went like a year with that name, and yeah. I think I got I got sick and tired of that name because everybody at my high school be like Lil Zarizi, and I'm like, <laughs> why did I why did I tell everybody just my name? Like I was so yeah. mad, not want that name no more. So I'm yeah. like. What can I do? I'm sitting down. Like, I literally, like, for three days, I'm trying to figure out what's going to be my new name. Like, I wanted to do something with my name, Zaria. But then I was mm-hmm. like, that's just kind of weird. I don't know nobody, like, in yeah. the game. So, you know, like, not like that. But I'm like, <laughs> okay, let me try to make up something else. And so, actually, my sister, she was, um, I think she was pregnant at the time. Or she mm-hmm. was something like that. And she was uh, jotting down baby names and stuff. And one of the names came up was Journey. And I was like, I was kind of like, hold on, I might have to yeah. use that, like, you know? Yeah. <laughs> named her, uh, they end up naming the baby Treasure, so Journey was up yeah. to grab, so I'm like, there you go. I, I grabbed it, but honestly, it took me a while to brand myself as Journey, so when I went to college, like I said, um, when I went to college, I just started telling people my name is Journey instead of Zaria. Okay, the only people yeah. who know me as Zaria is, like, the first five people who met me out there, but mm-hmm. other than that, I'm like, okay, I know what I could do. I'm going to tell everybody my name Journey. And it took mm-hmm. me a while. Let me tell you, people would be like, Journey. And I'm just like, not paying attention. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. And then they're like, Journey. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, oh, yeah, that's me. Yeah, like, right. But then by the time I got home, mm-hmm. I was Journey. Like, everybody, I'm Journey with the purple hair now. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. Then I added B. It was just Journey B. Mm-hmm. But then mm-hmm. that's when Cardi popped off. And I was like, oh, I can't be another B. I don't want to be. Like, right. one thing about yeah. me, I, just, I love to be original. I don't want to be a second mm-hmm. or you know and so yeah. i'm like okay i don't want to change my name because i love journey everybody know me as journey now what can mm-hmm. i do and so then i thought of journey be the truth because okay. i was like I, that's around the time i was spitting more conscious lyrical um mm-hmm. freestyles and stuff i was right, really yeah. starting off as a conscious rap people don't know that but yeah okay and so i was like journey be the truth because i always spit the truth like but then it was just kind of corny to me. I'm like, that's kind of corny. Like, journey be the truth. <laughs> With the and con- so yeah. then, I don't know. Something just was like, journey be the reason. And I was like, I kind of like that. And then in my raps, I started playing off of it. Like, journey be the reason mm-hmm. all these bitches mad. Or journey be the reason. Da, 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 da. Journey yeah. be the-. And I was like, ah, oh, I think I like this one. And it just stuck with me. And then when I tell people, they be like, yeah, I like that. Journey mm-hmm. be the reason. I'm like, okay, I got Come one. On, and so, yeah. That's me now. I'm trying to be the reason. <laughs> That's dope. I like that. I think I definitely when you're using it, like raps and stuff like that, I think that makes a lot of sense too. Just yeah. for a lot of stuff. That's super dope. That's awesome. Like, did, I don't know if you if you said what artists inspire you to to make music. Like, what artists overall, whether it's Bay Area artists or just artists just out all over, you know, all across the world. Mm-hmm. What kind of artists inspire you? Um, so I'll start off with mainstream and then I'll get to Bay Area. So for mainstream, of course, Nicki Minaj. I'm a barb. I'm a barb. Yeah. Um, queen. That's, that's the queen. queen. And my thing is, like, why would I not like the best, most successful rapper? Like, you know, the hottest mm-hmm. rapper. Why would I not be inspired by her? How can mm-hmm. I not, you know? And then I will also say Wayne. I am a Wayne fan. Oh, like, yeah. I'm a younger Wayne fan, but I'm still a Wayne fan. And so oh, yeah. um, he just intrigued me. Same with her. Um, him and Nicki, like, they intrigues me. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think it's too many rappers that I'd be like, whoa, what they say? And I'm going back and I'm like, 
like I'm excited yes. I'm actually like I got chills I'm like oh shit like they say yes. shit that's so intriguing I'm like I want to say that I want to you know yes. and so that very much inspired me and then also like because my mom and also a few adults at my school when they noticed I was mm. rapping they was like oh come here they give me rap lessons they like yeah. you remind me of Roxanne Shante and this oh, this that damn, and they yeah. telling me to go listen to artists so when I went back to listen to mm-hmm. older artists, I fell in love with MC Light. I was like, I really like her yes. flow, her swag, and her cadence. Like, yes. she was just that girl. And, like, you could tell she was that girl back in the day. By the way, oh, for she sure. fit. Like, I'm like, bro, I love it. And yes. then I will also have to say Nas. I love me a Nas because um, okay, yeah, just his ability to be able to storytell and be able, like, the way that I love the way he rapped, the words he chose just mm-hmm. everything is an art it's just it's just like an art and i love that you know and so yeah. that would be my mainstream oh yeah and i also have to say a boogie with the hoodie i was a yeah. big a boogie fan like i was there from mm-hmm. the beginning like when he was on soundcloud and i watched his journey going crazy so yeah. yeah so he inspired me not just with his sound but mm-hmm. more so his journey and i seen him go from a SoundCloud rapper to one of the hottest rappers in New York. Completely, and yeah. I was a part of that journey as a fan. So mm-hmm. it, it just pushed me to be like, if, if he came from nothing to something, if mm-hmm. I just keep working and being consistent, you could do it too, you know? And right. so that was those who inspired me that's more mainstream. But when it comes to Bay Area rap, of course, too short. He is the godfather. Um, oh. I would definitely have to say I am Sue. I am a big I am Sue fan. Like, yeah. That was my favorite HBK member. So yes. I'm, I'm super fan. Like, um, <laughs> yeah. also, I would have to say Neff the Pharaoh. I love me some Neff. Oh, um, yeah. Not only is he just genuine and humble <laughs> as a person, but his music is just, I love his music. Mm-hmm. I love his style. Um, and I love his um, his confidence and also his humor he put in his songs. I don't think a lot of people notice, but he funny. Mm-hmm. He's saying some funny yeah. shit. Like, um, <laughs> so when it comes to Bay Area, I want to say those are my, like, top, Three that yes. inspire me um but yeah most definitely. yeah nah and see that i think that segue is perfect into my next question just about this the music scene in the bay right so like you know i haven't i've met a few folks like i, I did have a chance to meet stunner man one time oh, yeah. um and, and it's crazy because when i met stunner man i didn't actually you know like i said me being from indiana and I was only like two years in living here. I didn't really know exactly who he was at that time. And I don't think he had put out Big Steppin at the time. But okay. I mean, if you look at Big Steppin, that shit is world. That shit is like worldwide now. I mean, that no, shit is see, everywhere. You know definitely what I mean? did that. Definitely did that. And then, you know, you look at like artists who are like really blowing up like that. Like, of course, Thunder Man. You look at La Russell from Vallejo, who's been popping off real heavy. Let me some La Russell. La Russell's super fucking dope. I love all the shit that I've been seeing him put out there um who else i've seen my man honest i don't know if you ever heard of him he's he's out of oakland um he's super dope honest 10 yeah 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 that's the homie shout out to him um who the fuck else there's like a few other artists that i've that i've definitely have heard of and maybe oh honey gold jasmine there's a few other people that i've met and like spoken to and stuff like that but i want to hear from your opinion just just from you climbing up in the in this in this scene right now like what is i guess what is your uh opinions on the on the local scene here in the bay and like how do you think that do you think that there should be put more light shed on the bay as far as just like the music and the arts and stuff out here oh lord i have mixed reviews about the scene out here because there is a scene there's definitely a a scene and there is a a a group but you got to get in 
and it's so hard to get in and um it's a little different out here like I feel like not to compare ourselves to anybody else but in Atlanta Mm -hmm. you could be upcoming like straight from the porch and niggas will grab you and be like oh I see the potential let's go out here they wait till you pop then they oh you you know then they come in and let's you know so it's a little different it's like you got an artist develop yourself and then once you get into those rooms it's different but you got to get in there and so I learned how at first I'm like there's no scene out here everybody don't they do you just got to get in there and so once I started showing up and just like really showing up I don't even got honestly not even rapping but if I get invited to a studio session still show up because now I'm networking If I get invited mm-hmm. to a show, I'm not performing, but still show up because I'm networking. Once I get in rooms with people that's in rooms with people that's in rooms, mm-hmm. then you you know, but it's so, I ain't gonna lie, it is very hard to get in those rooms because they want to wait until you, you got to show, like, they not like, oh, we see the talent. They like, well, what else you got? You know, I know you yeah. got the talent. Where's your following? Where is this? Mm-hmm. Where's that? And so now, like, I used to be so focused on kind of getting in those rooms. Now I just do me and I end up in those rooms. You know, like I'm not, that's right. not my like, oh, I want to get, it's more just like mm-hmm. me being myself and I'm, and I end up getting an opportunity to be in those rooms. And then once I got the opportunity, I'm making sure I'm doing stuff to stay exactly. in those rooms, and, you know? So yeah. I still have doors I got to beat down, you know? Yeah. And so yeah. It's, it's, it's a little hard. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's interesting because, you know, it, I mean, I think you really knocked it out of the park with that exact example as far as just like in Atlanta, there, there'll be people out there that can really fuck around and like there's I feel like there's more of like a there's more of this like uh village mentality and, and I mean when I say that I mean more of like they like how they say you know that whole like that whole uh thing where they say it takes a, a village to raise a child type situation like okay. people are gonna come together in Atlanta and I feel like maybe here in the Bay I've heard from other artists and just people that have lived around here they say it's not necessarily like that some people just are very competitive based you know some people don't really want you to make it over them and i'm just like damn it's kind of weird because i mean i i don't i feel like that's not that's obviously that's not how it should be but i feel like the bay also i feel like the bay area wouldn't have that mentality just because if you look at the bay compared to like <clears throat> la right mm-hmm. la is definitely one of those places where it's like everybody's trying to compete with each other like this seems like there's no spots open for motherfuckers out in LA but <laughs> no, in the, you know what I mean so it's like with the bay I feel like at least in, in those two examples I feel like you would think that the bay would have more of that togetherness there that more tight-knit community but I mean I don't know I guess I guess as I kind of learned as you're saying it like it's, it's not always like that um Unless but I mean have you're already you, in right like, you know like if you're not already in you're gonna have to figure out how to get in and nobody's got nobody's got no blueprint on how to get in you got to figure that shit out right you know and it's it's crazy too because i mean the fact that you said mr fab was at the show you said i am sue had shared some stuff as well like i feel like people like though like those ogs people that have been you know in the industry for a long time and or like are barrier legends it's like it's cool that it's cool to have those people around i'd imagine just to to kind of help you know give an opportunity to somebody or at least you know kind of let them know like hey this is this is the way that you should go as far as uh pointing you in the right direction for something you know what i mean i mean have you met artists and stuff like that who have given you like the opposite of that competitive nature but they they want to collaborate they want to help you out they want to like try to you know put you on a certain platform as well most definitely um i would say i am sue have always been very supportive um on social media and that's enough for me you know um i'm not one of those you gotta come and 
uh, I don't know, bring me in the studio. We got to do a song because you support. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not one of those type, like, however you want to show your support, I appreciate it. If that's retweeting me, that's a lot for me mm-hmm. because you have a following that's way bigger than mine. So just a retweet, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm like huge, excited, yeah. you know? And so, so uh, I am still always have shown support. I have did challenges before I've won and he uh, sent me tickets to his I am Summerfest and stuff. So he's always mm-hmm. been very much supportive and I always respect and appreciate that for him. He's very much humble. Um, I will say Fab definitely did give me an opportunity to come into the store and chat. Um, that's around the time I was still not really taking my music serious. So mm-hmm. I didn't take that opportunity and I could I could um, take accountability for that where mm-hmm. I kind of did let that opportunity slip out of my way because I was just too focused on other stuff. I wasn't really focused mm-hmm. on rapping for real. Um, but also I would just say Project Level definitely is one of those places where they just push you they put you in they try to put you in rooms um if they see you working that's the thing like and that's a that, it's not a bad thing i don't think it's just uh it makes me it motivates me you know it's not yeah. like oh i gotta put in work like duh you gotta mm-hmm. put in work like you know like yeah i'm excited like but you do gotta put in work and then they'll when they see you putting in work they'll put you in rooms and they'll give you opportunities and so i just show up and i think they notice mm-hmm. that every time they call on me i show up so now they like okay you know, we could give her opportunities. We could, you know, this, this, and that. And so Project Level definitely has been a help for me Um, just being in that community and having a different, just being around all creatives. It's just inspiring, it you helps, know? Yeah. And so I do feel like, oh, sorry. Good. Uh, I do feel like um a lot of the OGs don't really reach back and, and give, give mm-hmm. back too much. Like, I don't want to, I want to be real selective on what I say, but I yeah, I know what like you mean, be, though. There should be more OGs reaching reaching out in the pond and not waiting until you make it and got a blue check to want to, you know. Right. Like, I feel like I'm definitely qualified if, if you mm-hmm. know, I got all it takes. All I need is the blue check and the followers. But other than that. Right. You, see, you know, like you see the material. <laughs> exactly. And that's the thing, too. Like, the, the reason I brought that up is just because I feel like I have seen I've seen and heard a lot of the, the OGs really being around in the area like that. Like, I've heard of like mr fab being out here or like i am or even e40 i've heard has been out here a lot there's even people like um kind of in the film world i don't know if you ever heard of boots riley boots riley he had this uh he had this movie called sorry to bother you and he's out he's from out here in out in oakland and uh like he's he's been around um you got people from the the tv show blind spotting um, that be around rafael casal davi diggs i mean of course they're moving around a lot more in like hollywood and la but i mean rafael He's out here. He's out here doing stuff all the time in the Bay and all that kind of stuff. And I, and I find it interesting if those guys are like, what are they, you know, what they could possibly be doing, you know, to help folks get out there and whatnot. But I mean, I think just in the terms of the the creations that the artists are making, like if I, if you look at like what LaRussell's been doing and how he has kind of gotten his start and like same thing for you, right? You're talking about like with project level and all the different kind of community stuff you could be doing as well. Like mm-hmm. instead of, there's opportunities that can just be made just one day that an idea might pop up in your head and be like, all right, I'm going to do this. And that kind of adds to the whole marketing. You look at Stunner Man with Big Steppen. I mean, he's gone crazy with that. He's still promoting Big Steppen. Exactly. <laughs> like, and that's you know inspiring. I mean? That's yeah. very much inspiring. LaRussell actually inspired They both inspired me. Stunner Man inspired me to keep pushing that song because what happens is a lot of artists push a song for like a month and then they own to the next. And mm-hmm. so he's inspiring me. Like, it's still people who haven't heard Freedom, even though my yeah. audience is like okay we want something new 
but a lot mm-hmm. of people never heard from him. I could still push for him. And that was like, yeah. you know, a couple of years ago. And then LaRussell just motivates me to post content every day yeah. on my page. Because yeah. like you said, it's like you shooting a basketball, how many shots you gonna take, you know? Yeah. And so that's really true. And I struggled with that at first. I used to mm-hmm. be one of those people who post once a week or, you know, and that's not, yeah. like he said, like, if you want to take 52 shots, go ahead, but I'm going to take 365. Like, you know, like, Crazy, so he's yeah. been inspiring yeah. me, like, post every day. And sometimes I don't post every day because that's just not realistic. But me mm-hmm. just being able to post more, it don't, it don't matter what it is, just post. It don't be too in your head, just post. And people mm-hmm. going to react to it, so. Exactly, yeah, and, and that's just, yeah, I mean, it's crazy. There's so many different ways. Like, that's the thing. I don't think there's really, there's not rules in how to run your artistry. You know what I mean? This It's just whatever whatever you feel like, you, how you want to push your brand and how you've already interacted with fans and how the the, the interaction is is genuine, genuine interaction. I think that's what, that's what it takes to really build up like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where do you think in this local scene right now, how where do you think that you fit in this particular scene like how, like as far as what you've been doing and seeing all the other different kinds of not just not even just rap music but different kinds of you know we mentioned r&b of course we got kaylani is also is one of the biggest folks that came from the bay um, you know fucking zendaya you know one of the oh. biggest they're probably the big well, i mean i don't know if the biggest that might be a little bit arguable but i would say nah, we can say the biggest, biggest. We, we can, we can. yeah because i mean damn i mean she's killing it out here um i mean disney for you for like come on yeah crazy and of course you got like who, who else am i there's also a couple other folks there was a dude that was in the matrix yaya do of teen who's also from oakland um the one dude who was in euphoria as well the ginger headed dude Angus yeah God, yeah. yeah he's from oakland i had no fucking clue yes. but like <laughs> it's crazy the bay got so much talent but like do. Where do you where do you feel like right now that you fit in this in this particular scene, just in music, in the arts, in the like, where do you feel like you fit right now? Honestly, I think that's something I'm still trying to figure out. Like, I, it, it was hard for me because in the beginning, like I said, I was a lyrical conscious rapper and I mm. felt like nobody gave a fuck about what I was talking mm. about. And um, I had to literally figure out, OK. I could still, when I do freestyles, I still could get lyrical and stuff. But when it's time to do a song, it's like, um, okay, I want songs that people could play in their car. I want songs mm-hmm. people could play in the club. I want songs mm-hmm. people could play in a party. So I had to learn how to make, I had to learn how to record songs that was out of my element, I would say. Yeah, and yeah. so, um, I don't know. It was just, it wasn't that, I, I just feel like I don't, I really don't know what's my place yet. Like, I really don't know where I want to go with it. I'm still trying to figure that out. But I do know that I am an emerging artist from the Bay Area and that eyes are starting to become on me. And yeah. people are trying to figure out what I'm going to do next. Like, you know, so mm-hmm. I do think that I am a versatile artist and I want to showcase that more. But right now I am in like my hyphy princess era. So I've been doing more like hyphy princess. Yeah. Yeah, I've been doing more hyphy music and people kind of knowing me for like talking mm. my shit and stuff like that. But I need people to know I really got bars. I, I really could spit on some shit. It's just I felt like people didn't really care. And so now mm. it's just a little different because like I could kind of I could kind of straddle the fence. I could spit with the spitters and then I could also turn mm. up with the niggas who want to turn up, you know. So I'm right. trying to figure out how I'm going to navigate that. I'm still trying to figure out like how I'm going to navigate through that. So it is yeah. like a, it's a learning process. For sure. And it's and it's interesting that you say, too, because I, I, I watched this one YouTube video 
I forget what it is. I'm going to have to, for the people who are listening and watching on YouTube, I'm going to link that shit down below. But mm-hmm. there's this video I watched talking about kind of that same thing, how I don't know if it was a certain artist or is like a certain tier of artists or more underground based that would do oh, a lot of that. Wait, one second. Pressure. I'm sorry. Somebody oh, go ahead. Door. Are you good? Not here. Oh, okay. Sorry about that. Oh, no, you are good. <laughs> the kids not- become looking for my niece. I'm like, she's not even here. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Now, I was saying that there's this video that talked about how there's certain, like, artists that do a lot of the conscious stuff and, and they don't get as much love, which has always been weird to me, right? Because you look at, like, the, the two... Like my favorite artists, like right now, one A and one B is J. Cole and Kendrick. I mean, those are my favorite people. <laughs> you Love know, Love you know? Um, and you especially you look at like J. Cole and Kendrick, like they are heavy on the conscious on the conscious side most of the time in nice. their albums and stuff and just in their career. And they are two out of three of the biggest artists in the entire world right now, like like hip hop nice. artists. You know nice. what I mean? So it's like it's kind of weird how. Now, when you look at that, you don't see it as much. Like you look at people like maybe Corday, who I like as well. Corday is kind of rising up, you know, and, and starting to get more of that love. But at the same time, what happens is it, it always gets perceived as corny for some reason. And I, I don't really know why that is. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I personally like some of that conscious stuff more most of the time. But like I think just in general, as you're saying, like I've seen artists like um, I want to say like Trippy Red or it was like Trippy Red or some other artists who they had like a certain kind of style of music, but then when they actually start to get rapping about conscious shit, it's like, Oh, they can actually really like talk about this particular subject too. You know what I mean? Whether it's just one song on the album or a freestyle or whatever it may be. I'm like, nah, I mean, I think that's, I think that's just good for the versatility, especially now in this like day and age of like hip hop and whatnot. Like it's good to kind of have that versatility and, and know where your core audience is. You know what I mean? I think that's the big thing. Like, Exactly. Out who your core audience is and giving them majority of that. But at the same time, as you grow as an artist and as a person, you're going to have so many different, so many different ideas and so many different kind of like ways that you want to go about projects and stuff like that too. So Most I think definitely. that's like, I think that's huge, you know, just in that case. But, um, and I also but, think before you go on, I yeah. think that I'm still trying to get back into my lyrical consciousness because mm-hmm. you got to think about it. I was a young kid rapping about real ass shit and people wasn't grasping towards it and I Mm -hmm. think I took it too personal and I took it the wrong way to where I steered and I shied away from it a lot and now now I could I I got like my rap book filled with shit but I don't post that side of me much because I think Mm -hmm. I'm still a little like traumatized not traumatized but like I'm it just I have to learn how like okay and this is my whole plan too people don't even know like like young thug said i already had the plan i just needed the platform mm. so my plan was yeah. okay i see people they fuck with it but they ain't really bumping it in their car and they ain't really you know so what mm. i'm gonna do is i'm gonna show them i could do what everybody else could do too in my own style and then once i get those eyes on me i could go back to doing the music that i love to do you know yeah. so right now i'm in the process of still getting those eyes on me then once i get once i feel like i got my main core fan base then I could kind of give them music that I want to give but still giving them the music that they fell in love with too you know like right. mixing it in so that is important that you said that because I think people should shed more light on dope lyrical artists and I know of mm-hmm. plenty of dope lyrical artists who can outspit any For nigga sure. who's gonna say hot as hell talking about four fives on every song 
Um, <laughs> right. Like, I can name Come a few on. people. Exactly. Shout out to Des Mac. He got yeah. bars. Like, uncool, mm-hmm. bro. He could spit, like, I'm talking crazy, lyrical. Niggas can't even yeah. think about, niggas can't even, niggas mm-hmm. can't even listen to it. because And that's the thing, niggas' mindset yeah. is too small. They can't even catch yeah. what, we, what we talk about. Exactly. So it's like, and I think, too, I think a lot of people, when they think of, like, Bay Area, like, hip-hop, they definitely think of a specific kind of sound, you know what I mean? Like, they think of the E-40s and the Two Shorts. It's, like, mainly like that, you know? Like, then you got, like, there's an artist, I don't know if you've ever named Overcast, who mm. is super, super dope. He's out of Oakland, and he's like, sounds like lo-fi, like, like mm. lo-fi hip-hop, like, almost like Earl Sweatshirt, Tyler the Creator-esque kind of, okay, kind of, yeah. kind of stuff, you know? And then then there's artists who, you know, like, it's crazy to me. I guess one more thing before I move on to that, to my next question is, is like, there's even artists too. Another artist who I really like is Rex Life Raj. I really love his oh, music. Yeah. And I'm, I've, I'm almost surprised that he hasn't popped the way that I feel like he should, because I think he has a great sound. But I guess to add in another question in there is when it comes for you, like right now, a lot of your shows have been like within the Bay, right? Like in Oakland or SF or anywhere around, I guess, close to the Bay, right? Mm-hmm. So like, do you do you plan on having different shows like, you know, maybe outside of the outside of the state or like, you know, in L.A. or something like that? Or like, because I mean, of course, that's one way to, of course, how to like, I guess, build one, build up your audience, but also build even that platform, too. You know, because oh, I mean, as, as much as it as much as it may suck to say, it's like, the Bay Area may maybe not have the the best platform or the biggest platform for the artist to really start, you know, boosting up out of. So, I mean, do you almost see yourself at all like maybe having to leave this spot, or do you feel like you want to really try to like really try to kick down the door and say, "Fuck it, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna build up what we got here," you know what I mean, to really help put yourself on. Honestly, it's definitely a little bit of both. Like, I'm not moving, but I'm definitely going to be traveling uh, as well. I don't want to be stuck in, in a Bay Area box. And I think that's a lot of these artists' um, issues is that they get too comfortable in the Bay. And they got to remember, we have a whole world out there. This oh, is just yeah. one little, you know, population. But um, I definitely, um, I do have, well, I ain't going to say I have shows, but mm-hmm. we are in talks of having shows in L.A., coming soon mm-hmm. and so um santa cruz is like the the furthest place i've been so far That's so nice. um, yeah. i performed there um on a when was that a couple weeks ago and then i'm yeah. also gonna be there this thursday so yeah. that's my first show outside the bay and i noticed that it is a different vibe and i did gain a lot of different supporters out there yeah. and so i think that people do bay area bay area artists do need to get out and not just um be so tunnel visional on the bay like of course mm-hmm. we doing it for the bay we love the bay but who yeah. want to be stuck in the bay they you know you want to be one of them artists that climb up and you know mm-hmm. you can't do that if you just focused on the bay al- alone like yes i want to conquer the bay i want the bay to respect me i want to have notoriety and stuff mm-hmm. but i know that i still have other people i have to reach and exactly. the area is not my solely it's not solely my target audience it's definitely not right no exactly and I, I feel like that's just that's artists i think overall i mean i've met especially the artists i know back in indiana it's like they are they're very stuck in being in indiana i, I remember going to a, a j cole concert and he remember he said and he said this as openly in interviews i think before but like the small town mentality you know is that a lot of people don't want to leave 
this place that they're in, you know, and that, and that's just, that goes deeper than just, you know, trying to be an artist. I think that's just right. life shit. You know what when I mean? You get comfortable. Like, you can't, you cannot get comfortable. Yeah. And people also, you know, the way, cause the world is fucking crazy right now. There's a lot of wild shit happening in the world. So a lot of people want to stay confined to their own comfortability mm-hmm. and, and what they know and stuff. But, you know, like, so I, part, part of me can understand that, but at the same time, it's like, when it comes to, being an artist yes like you have to branch out you have to because you know there's there's so many networking opportunities that are also on the outside too exactly so many you know what i mean and the platforms and stuff you know can all be beneficial and whatnot so i think definitely i think i think you have a have a grasp on that of just like where you want to go and where you'll take that um what kind of challenges have you faced so far in this in this kind of like this uh on this mission, on this path that you've taken from music? Like what kind of challenges have you faced just trying to go about your brand, about your artistry and all that kind of stuff? Oh, I, I've been through challenges. Like mm-hmm. it, people think it, it, I make it look easy. I'm gonna say that. I make it look easy, but it's definitely a lot that goes behind the scenes that people don't really know about. But um, mm-hmm. I would say definitely first it would have to be me branding. It took me a while to figure out how I was going to brand myself and I'm still learning. I'm still trying to figure that out. Um, So that was very difficult for me in the beginning. I just, I didn't understand it. I didn't Mm -hmm. understand I'm an artist. Why do I have to brand myself as like, you know, like like, Mm -hmm. I didn't get it, but now I totally get it. Um, I also had struggling with networking. Like I said, I have anxiety. I don't, I don't mm-hmm. like talking to people. Like, I mean, I'm I can talk to people, but like, yeah. I'd rather just stay in my own box and talk to my people I talk to every day. Like, I don't really. Yeah. I just and it's not like because I want to be a mean girl or something. It's just honestly mm-hmm. because I have social anxiety. Like, I just feel like yeah, I always feel like I don't belong. Sometimes I always feel like I'm bothering people or like you know. So I mm-hmm. try not to like be too pushy with people. But I learned that like without networking you it's just it's impossible you know you gotta network so I just been I literally had to put myself out there and I was very uncomfortable in the beginning like I was very uncomfortable but now I learned how to navigate through that then I also have to say lack of resources definitely um you know I don't have all the money in the world everything that I'm doing I literally fund myself it's no machine behind me Mm -hmm. it's nobody giving me money like I don't have no big homie that's like here I see you doing good let me, yeah. you know, like I, it's nothing. Like I have me, myself, my mom, you know, I have, you know, I have a few support here and there, but I'm just saying like, mm-hmm. it's just all me. And so I had to learn how to, okay, if I have this budget, how can I utilize this budget to push me the furthest or how, right. what's the best way to use this money? Like, should I use this money and put it all onto YouTube ads or should I use this money and shoot a cool little video? Should I use this money and just Mm -hmm. go record hella songs and make a project like I had to learn that I wasted so much money in the beginning just Mm -hmm. on decisions that I wasn't either sure about or just didn't really know now I learned like okay art is the main art is 50 percent of it so I want to make sure I've got good quality art make sure my shit is mixed and mastered right make sure my cover art is looking good so now I'm mindful on how I spend my money and stuff like that Mm -hmm. um but I still like I could use 10k right now. I could, yeah. I could use 10k and you feel me do some shit with that. But I honestly, yeah. I just take whatever I got and I make it into something. Like everything you see me doing is literally me 
turning nothing into something. And so I learned that sometimes you just got to do it. I used to be in my head a lot. I'm a perfectionist. So mm -hmm. sometimes I, you know, I'm procrastinating. I'm like, now I'm yeah. like, let's do it. If Even if I don't 100% like it, trust me. A lot of shit I put out, I don't be like, not my songs yeah. wise, but like videos wise sometimes. I be kind of like, ugh. But I just still put it out because, yeah. you know, I got to. And so, um, I don't know. It's just like doing that. And then another struggle I would have to say would just be being able to, um, I said the lack of resources and then I, I said social know. anxiety, yes. lack of resources, and then branding myself. That's probably like some yes. of the main things. Um, the main ones, yeah. You mentioned, um, you mentioned a lot, definitely as a filmmaker, I'm going to ask a lot of stuff about your music videos and stuff too. We're going to get there. But I do want to ask about what, so obviously you've seen, I'm sure you've seen that one, um, the interview with uh, Lotto that's been going around, of mm. course, where she was like, said that people try to like hit on her in the industry, basically to yeah. get on to like, you know, to, to try to feature a collab. Like the thing is, is like, with definitely with female artists, there's, there's almost like a, a higher hill that they have to climb to really get respected and to get put yeah. on in these situations. Um, I would hope in that situation, nothing like that has happened, but I mean, ha has something like that ever happened? Yeah. Has, has something like that without it, without having to out anybody, whatever the fuck, but like, I mean, if you want to, this is the excellent podcast. It's all good, but <laughs> that's all, that's up to you. I had to navigate through that. I had to figure it out. Um, I don't mm -hmm. do too much business through my DMs no more because good mm -hmm. if you're serious do shoot me an email you know nine times out of ten if you're really serious you're gonna shoot me an email or you know um a lot of people reach out oh let's do a collab and then they like hey what's up let me take you out and i'm like, uh, uh, no. like crazy if you want to collab <laughs> we're gonna collab we're gonna keep it professional if you want to like don't approach me in a professional way just to get in personal like i'd rather you just off the ramp and be like you know, I'm trying to get with you, you know, then I can yeah. respect that, but, like, don't try to play it like if we trying to work, and then mm -hmm. you trying to work, bro, I'm like, bro, can't even, can't <laughs> even work. But nine That's times out of ten, um, all the men you see me around, they respect me, I love them, they love me, it's all respect, there's nothing like that, like, if you see me around them, it's nothing like that. So, mm -hmm. I did have to, it was a few instances where, um, I just, I had to stop going to studios and stuff like that. Um, I don't really like to go to other people's studio. Mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm not that, I'm not that type of artist. Like I don't work like that. I work, I work better alone. I work better in my own space. And most yeah. of the studios, especially with the niggas, it's just like a party. I don't, I can't work <laughs> yeah. in a party environment, even though, yeah. you know, music is like, I just can't work in a party environment like niggas getting hot, they drinking, they loud as hell, talking, screaming, joking. Yeah. My brain, I when I write, I have to lock in. So like, I learn now, like nine times out of ten, if I'm not already locked in with you, I'm mm -hmm. not coming to the studio with you. So just send me the funds, and I'm gonna pay for my own studio. Yeah. Uh, like, <laughs> right. I have to kind of navigate through, but it is really true. Women, we have to work twice as hard. And the thing is, I don't, I don't necessarily think. I, I just feel like this is with anything though. Mm -hmm. Women, especially women of color, we can be overqualified, but still have to prove ourselves twice as much. And I think mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. is is some masculine men can't fathom the thought of a woman coming mm -hmm. in 
and shaking shit up and doing her shit and really, you know, and so a lot of them are, that's just insecurities that they are projecting out. You could tell the men that's secure because they like, what's up? I'm trying, you know, they don't, Mm -hmm. you know, some men like, uh, I don't know, you know, she she cool, but she don't know, like, yeah, like, you know. See, so. it's, it's crazy that 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 people, because like, if you look at the landscape of hip hop right now, mm-hmm. a lot of the female artists are really running this shit, like, yes. like honestly. So it's like it's kind of crazy that people still have that mentality, but I mean, you're absolutely it's right. Crazy. You know what I mean? And I think, and a then lot when of, it comes to skill, I feel like yeah. we actually. Not a lot of us, but some yeah. of us actually have skill, you know. And yeah. so they will they would disregard my skill and go mm-hmm. to a nigga who just popping about 30s and glocks mm-hmm. because it, for one, it's easier though. A woman, that's more money you gotta put into her. That's more, you know. So they'd rather, exactly, you know, I'm gonna, go, yeah, I'm gonna go the easy route. I'm gonna get the nigga, all I gotta do is throw him in the middle of the street with three mm-hmm. with five niggas behind him in a car and our video lit you know with a woman it's a little different yes. you gotta yes. you know exactly no you perfect point that you said is like there's there's more money that has to be given and there's a lot more, like i said there's just a lot more on the team aspect on the care aspect that really is is huge for that and that's yeah nah i mean luckily you know hopefully as as you continue to go through your 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 journey uh, yes. for you know, music and stuff like that is that you don't have to worry about too many too many folks because i've met i've met two female artists who have kind of said similar stuff about the studio you know what i mean it's yes. like they get invited to the studio and it's like they're artists trying to network with other people but it's they they get it's like they it's like they want to turn them into the groupies instead of instead of like a respect you know respecting them as an artist as well most definitely it's, uh, it's, it's weird i haven't been i've been to a lot of studios where they, I've seen a lot of people do that. I haven't gone to a studio with a whole bunch of rap niggas in a long time, but still, it's just, it's definitely, that seems like the vibe for, for most folks. The atmosphere um, is definitely different. I feel like if they don't know you already as an artist, they think you're here as a groupie, you know? So I'm like, hey, yeah. no, I'm Journey, I rap. I'm not here just to be here. Trust me, I got things to do, but I'm here because I want to rap. And then they exactly. hear me in the booth and they're like, oh, okay. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's just, a, just that respect thing and which is super huge. So I yes. want to get into videos real fast. I've seen a couple of the music videos. Of course, I've seen the hundred rounds. That was the first one I had seen. Uh, super, yes. super dope. Like when it comes to like music videos and all that kind of stuff, like um, my questions would be one, who shoots your videos first? And then two, like uh-huh. with, with your videos. And if you've kind of also seen maybe like like for instance, they just put out that new uh, the Summer Walker just put out the one with SZA and Cardi B. Like a lot of those are super super stylized videos, like heavily right. stylized videos. And there's not there's not too many local artists I've seen that have done that. But like, I mean, you I see guess, their budget? Yeah, their budget's crazy. Yeah, no, no, that they, budget's they crazy. <laughs> their that budget is it's like my whole year worth of work. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, the budgets the budgets are wild, you know. But like um i guess for your music videos though like do you, is there like because you know there's almost a difference in some some, some artists like i think kendrick kind of did it for a little while i would almost put him into that category where he had his music but then his videos were they were synonymous with the with the music but at the same time is he put so much effort and care into the music videos that it really elevated the song heavily like i guess for the videos that you've done or the videos that you want to do in the future like um is there a certain kind of um I guess path or a certain kind of like way that you try to 
create those two? Yeah, see, I definitely want to step up my visual game. I think what happened was I went from no videos to like some. So I had to learn like, okay, I got to start from somewhere. And yeah. so um, those videos I put out was really just like, because I needed visuals out. I didn't have visuals out. I only had audio and songs. And so I'm like, okay, we got to think of some quick shit and just, you know, make nothing out of something. But yeah. I was just talking to my sister about this, how like my next era, I definitely want to step up my video game and just bring different aspects of it. Um, show people my other side. Cause I actually, like I said, I'm a dancer. So I want to start dancing in more of my videos. Mm -hmm. um, different sceneries, running out different crazy places, wardrobe mm -hmm. crazy. You know, my makeup yeah. always on point, but you know how that is. Yeah. <laughs> Um, right. I definitely do have visions for my videos. I think the only thing that's holding me back will be my budget. Like sometimes I my ideas be going, but I'm like, okay, I gotta be realistic. Like with the budget, what can yeah. I really afford? You know, and then also like you, I learned that. I mean, you could put a lot into a video, but you you got you gotta save some for marketing. I mean, you could put out a dope ass video, but if nobody don't see that mm. shit, it's like. Hey, okay. look you're the so, first artist i've ever heard even say that yeah <laughs> and that's that tells you up. something that tells you something because a lot of artists do not know that and then like it makes me mad as a as a film director who have to work with a couple a lot of artists who they don't understand that aspect of it is like yeah this is how much it might cost for your video because this is how much the production actually okay. is with everyone that you're paying or whatever all the different kind of stuff that's going on then there's the marketing, like when it goes to like Facebook marketing, Instagram, YouTube, Google, all these different kinds of ways to market your project, even marketing with like uh, marketing mm -hmm. with like, you know, local, uh, local. I would say like local. I'm trying to think there's a specific kind of um, people market with like with websites, you know, or people market <laughs> with people market a whole bunch of different kind of stuff like that to, you know, continue to help kind of get their platforms and stuff pushed to the videos and everything but Most definitely yeah you know I, I would say too um of course i'm a film director so if you ever need a video oh, yeah. I'll, I'll send you my demo reel of course once after once we get off this uh the podcast but um because i'm definitely always about wanting to work with different artists especially out here you know what i mean like hip-hop music right. in general is even is another passion of mine as well so it's like I always want to make sure to connect with different artists and stuff like that to, um, to just to be tapped in with that scene. You know what I mean? Because oh, definitely, yeah. Which I think is important. My uh, couple last questions for you: um, <laughs> What are some dream collaborations of yours, like in local wise, but also just you know mainstream? Like, what are some dream collabs that you would want to have one day? Um. I already had one of them, but Nefta Pharaoh. That was my dream. Okay. Oh, um, but I definitely want to do another song with him, more hyphy, more turned up. The song we did was definitely more like just listen, because we got some shit to say. Mm -hmm. Um, but I definitely want to do another one with Nef. Um Cash Kid. That's like okay. I, I'm a cash girl. I feel like I'm the girl yeah. cash. Kid. So I have <laughs> to get yeah. up. Like that's my man's like. Yeah. I mean, just know like that's you know, that's something that I really, 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 really want to do. So I'm going to yeah. do that soon. I'm going to do that. Yeah. I'm going to manifest that. I've also manifested a feature with I Am Sue. Might be, might be in the works. Might be Let's... in the works. I don't know. I can't say too much. <laughs> might be in the works, though. Come on, yeah. Um, And then I also will have to say, of course, if we go on mainstream, of course, I want a Nikki feature. Um, But oh, I want yeah. mine a little differently, though. 
I want yeah. it to be like I got a hot song out and she hear it and she jump on it or she want to feature yeah. on it. I yeah. want to. That's my goal. Like, like I said, I want to make a song so hot that she have no choice but to be like, "What's right. up? Let me get on it." You know, like. Yeah. Um. I also have to say, I'm not really like. I think that's probably like my my main ones. Like. Yeah. I'm not. I don't think. I don't really think nobody else is on my list. List. List like that. But other than yeah. that. Yeah. You'll probably come across some 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 different kind of ideas or collaborations that you want to do, or somebody somebody's gonna reach out to you and be like, "Yo, I've been hearing your music. I've been seeing the wave, seeing the movement. I yeah. gotta gotta get a feature." That's no, what's for up. Real. That's what's up. My last question for you, and this is usually my last question, I always ask for everyone on the who comes on the podcast, um, yeah. is what for someone who's also coming up in the same position like you, you know, someone who's from East Oakland, which we didn't really touch, just based on the idea of what it's like coming from East Oakland, like just me being from out in Indiana, in Indiana that is, it is very important because, you know, Oakland, I like Oakland is my favorite place in the Bay because yes. Oakland to me seems the most authentic and the most genuine of all the places in the Bay. Plus I got the most black people in the Bay, but Period. so, you know, so that's important as well. But like just from coming from East Oakland, just mm -hmm. how important that is to, to, to show the people that, you may have went to school with or people that are, are watching you who may be younger than you or even people that are older than you seeing how you come up like this is kind of almost another question but like i mean i'm sure you see how important that is for you to like to really show that there's that, that there's that to have that faith to really to, to get up there and make it out of out of any kind of situation but to also really give back and make the situation that those people may be in better you know what i mean like yeah you feel like a some almost like some of a weight on your shoulders coming from this like that that particular part of East Oakland or just coming from it in general to like you know to mm -hmm. to to show your family and your friends that you know that all this stuff is possible if you just really put the work in yeah so i think that i would call myself the light because throughout the the darkness i'm like the light i feel like a lot of people see me as a light like Mm -hmm. um, when I post, it's like exciting. I inspire a lot of people around me, whether they say it or not. I inspire a lot of people around me to no matter what, chase your dreams, like, you know? And so mm -hmm. I feel like, uh, sorry about that. My mama here watching this. I oh, know you're good. Shout out to um, mom. <laughs> but I do inspire a lot of people to whether, whatever field it's in, whether they want to, um, start a nail business or they want to start a hair business or they want to start, mm -hmm. um, Whatever it is they want to do, I think that I do inspire a lot of people because they literally see my come up, especially those yeah. who went to high school with me. They see mm -hmm. me come, you know, I talked about the high school stuff. Like they mm -hmm. see me go from the kid on in the lunchroom to the kid at the talent show to the yeah. kids on shows. Now the kid booked, you know, now the kid yeah. booked Lizzie. Now you can't even come talk on. to the kid unless you got working you know, with Pharaoh. You know, all yeah. Working with Neff, they think. And a lot of people think I made not made it, but they think, oh, she, you know, and it's like I still got a lot of a lot of you know work to do, but I think mm -hmm. I am definitely an inspiration to my community and my hood and my Absolutely. people because it's like no matter what, she never gave up. No matter what, I remember I remember her wanting to quit. I remember her complaining about not having support. I remember her this and this and that. But guess what? She's still doing it. Every time mm -hmm. I post, they I know they like like people tell me to the day like I'm just so proud of you. Like I'm proud of mm -hmm. you. Some people can't tell me that because I understand they don't, they don't, they don't understand how I got to where I'm at. Imagine mm -hmm. you on the same level with someone and then you see them work towards their dreams. 
and you kind of still, you know, not to be like I'm up here and somebody down here, but mm-hmm. some people no, I get see exactly it and what it's, you a, mean. it's intimidation yeah. sometimes. If you don't take it as motivation, it could be intimidation, right? So yep. either they're inspired yep. or they're a little intimidated. And I could tell because some people be like, in my DM, you know, it's always private message. I'm proud of you, this and that, but never show public publicly. Yeah. I people, I you know, and one thing about me, I'm not bitter or nothing. I take it all, I appreciate it and stuff like that. But I do notice the ones who do really support me genuinely. And I noticed the ones who just like, hey girl, I see you doing your thing. I just want to know that I do see you. Don't forget about me. And you know, like, yeah. whatever. Yeah, it's a lot of hidden jealousy and envy behind a lot of a lot of stuff like that too, for sure. And but I'm sure about I'm... me, like I try to just keep it all positive energy. Like yeah. nine times out of 10, whatever I'm putting out is like positive energy. So you could be mad. You could mm-hmm. be mad over there, but over here I'm happy. I'm just I'm just doing what I do. This is what I do. Like, I don't think people yeah. get it. It's not like forced. This is just all just authentic. It's just me being me. And people who see that, they can feel it, you know? Exactly. And that's and that's huge. I mean, with, with all of that being said, then, like, what, what advice would you give specifically to the young Black women? Because there's a lot of young Black girls who are definitely watching watching you right now and really seeing that and, and, and seeing that it's possible to do it. So what what message would you give for somebody trying to, trying to get into that spot just to try to make it out of like a a, a a certain spot like east oakland or west oakland or just anywhere that maybe is not some tougher some tougher some tougher times growing up you know first i would say um once you have a vision go for it put in the work execute it don't mm-hmm. just don't just oh I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do like don't just talk about like Beyonce don't just talk about it be about it you know Mm -hmm. um honestly like manifest yourself but also work like talk it say it out loud write it but also take steps to do it whether it's baby steps or big leaps make sure you're doing something every single day Mm -hmm. not don't let a day go by probably a few days for self-care but like lock in on your dreams like really push yourself because honestly if you don't believe in yourself nobody else is going to believe in yourself and then i will also have to say stay authentic and true to yourself you don't have to jump on every trend you don't gotta do what other people are doing everything works for every um different things work for different people Mm -hmm. you don't gotta get on instagram shaking your ass showing your ass trying to be a thought just to get attention young black queen you can show your skills. You can show what you have to offer without sexualizing yourself exactly. or Degrading putting yourself, yourself in. Yeah. You know, if that if you are a natural sexual being and you know it's just authentically you, then okay. But if it's not you, don't let it be you. Be you. Like mm-hmm. Nikki say, I, I'm still giving sexy and I'm full covered up. Like yeah. you don't, you know, like just stay true to yourself. Make sure in the beginning you have a a plan or a, or at least like a vision or what you think and then every day work towards that and that's absolutely that's how you're gonna you know get you're gonna take steps you're gonna get to where you gotta go eventually come on y'all heard journey be the reason now come on journey yes. thank you for being on here where for all the audience that's listening and watching and stuff like that where can people find and listen to your excellence where can people find you and, and listen to all your music and stuff Yes. Yeah, so my, my Instagram name is Princess Journey underscore. You can literally go to my Instagram and find everything there. But I also have a YouTube page. It's called Journey Be The Reason. So it's Journey B-T-H-A Reason. Mm-hmm. B-T-H-A Be The Boom. Reason. Yeah, we're going to make sure to link everything down below. Yes, link everything for everybody. Down. Yep. 
on all streaming platforms. I got videos out on YouTube. I got a project that I dropped uh, back in September. It's still going okay. crazy. The Hypey oh. Princess. Y'all know Come what's on. going on. And y'all going to see me soon. Y'all going to see me soon watching. Y'all going to remember, like, I remember watching that girl in that interview. Now she yep. on TV and doing this. Come so, on. Yeah. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. I, I love the energy that you got. I love the music right Thank now. You. And I'm excited just to, to see where everybody where everything is going to be happening for you in the future. So definitely keep going at it. Um, thank you to everybody for listening to this podcast. Of course, the excellent podcast. You guys know what it is. And I'll see you on the next episode. 